Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hey Bethel Church, I'm Matthew Haddock, and today we are in the second half of Ephesians, reading chapters 4 through 6. I love this book. It is one of the first books of the Bible that I remember reading a lot as a kid. And about a year and a half ago, we studied this book as a church for several months. And then during the last spring, while I was at school, we studied it in a small group I was leading. At the same time, I was reading it for my personal devotions along with my dad. So I've had my share of exposure and absorption of the content of this letter over the past 18 months. And I'm excited to share some things that stuck out to me. Ephesians broadly is a book about identity, how a Christian has a new face and family in Christ and how that affects their new life. In the first three chapters, Paul preaches extensively about Christian identity and family. But beginning with chapter four, he turns to that real life impact. He discusses how it should shape the church, family, and our relationship with the world. I want to focus specifically on chapter 4, verses 11 through 16. In this passage, Paul focuses on the unique callings that are given to specific individuals within the church, as well as spiritual gifts that are meant to build up the church as a whole. So starting in verse 11, we read, He gave himself some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry to build up the body of Christ. And, you know, I think a lot of times we can let church become a routine where we come and listen to a sermon and do little else. But it's worth noting that this is not how Paul sees the church. God does call specific people to full-time vocational ministry, but it's not to set them in a different category and have them do all the work. We have all received grace from God, and we each have a responsibility. Pastors aren't called to preach to people who have no stake and no investment. That means that when we come to church, it's not just to hear the sermon and worship with the music, but to serve each other. And it's a significant responsibility for us to meet. The verse says that pastors are given to equip the saints, but the work of ministry is a calling and responsibility for all Christians. And you know, this leads me directly into the topic of spiritual gifts. Now, you might be familiar with spiritual gifts, maybe even taken one of those spiritual gift inventories. And typically, it's like a new God-given spiritual talent. We identify it, study and develop it, and exercise it. And it can be anything from teaching, generosity, to prophecy. And while those inventories are useful, I don't think they necessarily can fully capture what a gift means in this context. In the New Testament, There are six different ways that the word gift is used. It can refer to our salvation in Christ, to the Holy Spirit, to one station in marriage or celibacy, to ministry, to supernatural gifts, and simply to people. The many different uses of gifts should suggest that there is a deep meaning here. Like verse 11 says, gifts are given to the church in form of people who are called to ministry. See, in the New Testament, Christians actually aren't ever asked to identify their spiritual gifts, because certainly we each have different skills, interests, and talents given by God that can and should be used to their fullest potential for the kingdom. That's different from how it's being used here. 
Since all Christians have received grace from God, we all have a responsibility to build up the church in service. We can never turn away from God's call to a ministry by saying, I'm not gifted that way. Guided and empowered by the Spirit, we become those giftings to the church. That's what Paul focuses on in verses 15 and 16. He says, But speaking the truth in love, let us grow in every way into him who is the head, Christ. From him the whole body, fitted and knit together by every supporting ligament, promotes the growth of the body for building itself up in love by the proper working of each individual part. There's a role and a calling for everyone. Through the ministry of the Spirit, we become a people who grow together through service and compassion. So that's my challenge for us today. As the imperfect people of the church, let us receive the grace of Jesus Christ in whatever form it comes so that we can be the spiritual gifts we were made to be. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you today thankful for your provision over our church. We thank you for giving your inspired word to us to have a deeper knowledge of you. And we ask for your hand on us as we seek to become more like you and build up the church through the ministry you've given us. Keep us from complacency and fill us with joy and energy as we proclaim your word by your spirit. In Jesus' name we ask all these things. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.